Well, hello everyone. My name is Alan Watson from Watson Search Partners here in Aberdeen. Uh, as we said uh, last week in our first podcast, uh, we were going to cover eight modules over the next eight weeks, and our first module this week is to do better interviewing. Uh, interviewing is the most critical part of any supervisory responsibility when we're trying to bring in some new recruits into the business uh, to take the business forward um, the, over the next uh, two, three years um, in the short-term planning of, of, the, of the business so that uh, you know, we can all be in a position to uh, use these uh, individuals um, to the best effect and obviously develop their careers in the best way for them as well. Uh, but that will require good interviewing techniques and uh, here is what we're about to do just, just now this morning to talk about that. So, uh, like any business, people are the most important asset of any organisation and a lot of money and a lot of time is spent in the recruitment process. So what we're going to cover in the next uh, 20 to 30 minutes uh, are areas uh, such as benefits of having effective interviewing processes, um, preparation for the interviewing process, the actual skills to conduct the interview, uh, what happens after the interview, uh, how are selection decisions made, and we'll come to some conclusions at the end. Okay, let's uh, forge ahead. Let's look at the benefits of effective interviewing then. Because obviously before we can invest any time and effort in uh, trying to pick up these new skills, we've got to find out what are the benefits to us and the organisation. Okay, uh, first of all, it ensures the effective use of the resources, as we've said, time and money, very precious commodities. It ensures the right candidate is recruited. That's about uh, uh, a simple sort of way of, of putting it. It actually reduces labour turnover in the organisation if it's done well and the right people want to stay for the right reasons. It's good PR for the company. Um, how often have we gone for interviews where we've said, you know, that was lousy, uh, that interviewer conducted a bad interview, I didn't feel good about that person and as a result I don't feel good about the company he represents. And we want to maintain the company's reputation in the process. Um, linked obviously to the previous part where we're looking at good PR for the company. Reputation is everything. Um, if you portray the company in, in a way which enlightens and encourages and excites potential recruits, then you're more likely to get them to come on board. Okay, let's look at preparation for interview. Um, it goes without saying you've got to be properly briefed about each candidate before you see them. That means, you know, looking at the CV, reading it, rereading it maybe twice, even three times, uh, taking notes of uh, length of stay within positions, taking notes about content within each job, trying to relate that to the job description which you have that you're trying to recruit for. Um, really, you know, do your homework in, on the on the CV. Um, these pieces of homework will actually lead to you being able to plan your questions, which is the next area that, uh, of preparation. Getting your questions right, asking probing questions to test knowledge, ability and attitudes. Knowledge, ability and attitudes. That's what you're trying to get to the bottom of. That's what you're trying to find out. Does this person have these three things in the areas that you want them to have them? Uh, how about allocating subjects if you're interviewing with other people? Um, it's not often that we get involved in panel interviews, but if you do get involved with interviewing with two or three others, then divvy up the subject matter. Uh, there's nothing worse than people trying to speak at the same time or even ask the same question twice. You know, 
get together the group of three, if it's two or three are interviewing, and decide who's going to ask which questions, who's going to ask questions pertaining to which part of the job, etc., etc. Uh, and that way you'll find it goes much more smoothly. Be ready for candidate questions and give an opportunity to ask questions. Okay? Um, you know, this is a two-way process. Uh, it might not seem like that because you're on the uh, employing side of the desk, but this is a two-way process. They don't have to come and work for you. You've got to allow them to feel comfortable that they've got all the knowledge necessary to make a decision. Be properly organised. Know when you're going to meet with these people. Have a meeting room already booked. Tea and coffee um, um, sorted out beforehand. Don't leave it to the last minute and make sure there's absolutely no interruptions. There's nothing worse than having an interview which is interrupted by a phone call or somebody coming in um, with a so-called urgent message. Um, nothing is that urgent, short of uh, the facility being on fire, that you need to in interrupt that, that interview. Uh, it's very rude to inter interrupt an interview and uh, it, it certainly doesn't uh, portray the organisation in the best light if that happens. Let's look at interviewing skills. Okay, so we're going to start slowly and deliberately, and we're going to give the candidate time to settle down, and we're going to get involved in introductions, telling them who we are, what we do. You probably do a little bit of um, history about yourself, maybe a bit about your own career, um, just to make them feel like you're a human being, just like they are. Uh, and you know, it's a, it's a settling process. It, it's a process to make them as relaxed as possible before you get down to the integrity of. Of, uh, of of probing them about uh, their experience and about how that relates to the job. Um, we're going to offer them coffee during the introductory period, um, and if there's biscuits, great. Um, people are always impressed with uh, with that level of service. We need to put the candidate at ease, as I said, and we need to set out the structure for the interview. And if that means you know saying to the candidate, this is going to take 40 minutes, and the first part of this is going to be just uh, getting to know you, the second part is going to get, to get to know what you're currently doing, and the last part is giving you an opportunity to tell me why you are the guy that I, or lady that I'm looking for for this position. So put some structure to it. Give some background information about the company and the job. You may want to do that in the first part of this process. That's a great opportunity for you to sell the position, sell the organisation um, as that as the next step in that person's career. Um, and, and you know the f there isn't a better opportunity to, to do that than in selling the, uh, the the position. Encourage the candidate to speak by asking open-ended questions. Ideally. Um, you know, you should not be talking for any more than about 30% of the interview time, and you know the interviewee by that uh, deduction will speak for 70% of the time. So, you know, you're not going to get that percentage um, split if you ask closed questions where you require yes/no answers. You need to ask open questions, um, how, why type questions, which will allow the interviewee to open up and describe. Um, in a bit of detail the answer that you're looking for. So we want to keep this interview flowing, we don't want it to start and stop, which prob probing with close questions does, so yes, no, yes, you will have to answer confirming, confirming questions with confirming answers, but we want this interview to flow. Don't let any personal prejudices that you've got affect your judgment. Um, and you know that's very dangerous, especially in this uh, discriminatory uh, um, environment that we're all um, working in. Um, you know there are things uh, that 
you know we're affected by by first impressions don't let that affect you um see past those prejudices just look for the answers that, to the questions that you're going to uh, put to the individual watch your time uh, it's amazing how fast time will will, will move um, you need to keep an eye on your watch at all times and make sure you're um, moving the interview along on a on a, a timeless basis take notes uh, without distracting the candidate uh, and also explain to the candidate you are going to take notes once again it's just polite to tell somebody you're going to take some notes about what they're going to say um, there's no need to show them those notes, but uh, just advise them that you are going to take some notes for, you know, as, as memory joggers after the interview. Um, as I said, Della, allow time at the end for questions, um, and then summarise what's been covered. So, you know, in your note-taking process, you will have some bullet points there which you can go back to and just summarise, uh, you know, where you've where you've got to in that process, and just you know, double-check has the candidate got all the information he or she needs to go away with. Um, should they be in a position to receive an offer? Whether you know, uh, if there are any questions that still need to be answered for them to make that decision, then try and answer that there and then. Tell the candidate when they should expect to hear the outcome uh, of your decision. Um, you know, normally it would be unfair to leave a candidate any longer than about two weeks uh, without any communication on, on what's going on. And even if you haven't made your decision within two weeks, let the candidate know that you still have made your decision in that period of time. And that could just be an email, a letter, whatever. It, but keep channels of communication open. And then, you know, finally, candidates should be feeling that they've had a challenging experience and that they've been fairly treated. Um, you know, I, in, in interviews that I've held, um, when candidates have said, wow, that was a really good experience, and you've taken me to areas and to, 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 to justify my background and my experience that nobody else has taken me to, thank you very much. It's made me th very thought-provoking, and by the way, I'm no longer interested in the job. And that sometimes happens, because you've, you know, you've, you've probed them in areas where they've said to themselves, actually, where I am right now, I'm happy with, and that's fine. Um, but you know you need to get to that, to that point. Better they do, they do that than they join you two months later to realise they made a wrong decision. So after the interview, you're going to write up further, fuller notes about what your ideas were on that individual, and you're going to complete any candidate assessment sheet that your company um, requires you to complete. Be careful of discrimination. Um, you know, there's a whole minefield of, of, of uh, legislation out there which uh, protects individuals. Um, and, you know, must bear in mind that all selection decisions must be free from discrimination. Uh, as, we, as we know, it's legal to discriminate on grounds of sex, race, disability, and more recently in the UK, age. Um, you know, watch for questions that uh, that possibly lead you down that kind of path, like do you have children, how old are you, etc., etc. Because, but if you are going to, you know, ask these questions, then they should be asked of all applicants, not just ones that you may feel that you want to ask. And you also have to make sure that the the question is relevant for the job. And if it's not relevant for the job, then watch out. So in conclusion, um, for any company, recruiting the right people is essential in maintaining organisational effectiveness and efficiency. It's absolutely critical. So as a supervisor, you know, you've got a really important role to play in that process and it's important that you have the right appropriate skills to do it. Um, so, you know, we have that 
in, in place now. Uh, we have the skills in place, we have the processes in place. Um, go ahead and use this podcast as a sort of reminder before your your next interview of some of the sort of key issues that you're going to have to deal with. And best of luck. <laughs>